Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. The seasons come. The seasons go. Here we go. Loving Bobby Gentry at the moment, guys. Loving Bobby Gentry. I mean, what a voice. What a lady. Great times. Um, let me just, let's just take it. Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. I'm on the wireless, cranky. Oh, it's, it's this, uh, this, this guy who always sounds like he's up to something very, very naughty. Wearing a velvet glove. <laughs> having a PW. Uh, very pardon. A, a posh one. Just one moment, I need to turn the radio down. I wasn't expecting to go on air. This, this, this is how it happens sometimes. Sometimes, I, sometimes this I is how it happens. Got Lawrence unawares. Yes. He has to go to the East Wing. He's wearing leather slippers, you know it. And that's all. The leather slippers. Sorry about that. That's all right, Lawrence. Nice to talk to you, mate. What oh, you got yeah. for us tonight? That's a nice song you're playing there. What's it called? Bobby Gentry, Seasons right. Come, Seasons Go. Just heard it for very, the first um, time tonight. It's, I love it. Very sort of um, early Moody Blues. I don't know that much about the Moody Blues. I know Go Now, which is like one of their early hits of Denny Lane. But then I know that very shortly after that, they changed radically and became, I don't want to say proggy, but certainly became more sweeping in their music. But I don't know much about them. I don't know. What's the big album? Days of Future Past? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Yes, I don't know it. I did go through through a phase... um, didn't last very long. To be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'd like them if I got into them, but I just haven't. I haven't right. found the time yet. I haven't found the time. I haven't found the time. You, you have that kind of a mixture of music and poetry and no. a lot of imagery going on. Nights in Wyatt Sutton. Where's that one, of course? All having a posh wave <laughs> at the sky. Um, Lawrence, what can we do for you this evening? Well, that that was that was it really. The I Moody Blues. Say hello, and um, um, I'll see you know, for details of that song. And uh, Bobby Gentry, I'm, I'm starting to get into Bobby Gentry a Bobby lot. Gentry. I yeah. um, 
I listened to a really good podcast about her. It's part of the Cocaine and Rhinestones podcast oh, series. And there's an episode... I, I find them all a little bit dry, but there was a really nice one about Bobby Gentry, actually, which kind of gave her, her, her story, and I didn't know it, and I found that one really interesting. So I would recommend listening to that if you want to get a little bit of the old... Um, the background in for Maziano. I'm rather partial to that sort of sound, you know, from the late 60s of psychedelia. Kind of, um, well, she's 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 kind yeah. of sort of swampy, and a bit. Oh, what was the, oh 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 oh? She did a great. She did an album with Glenn Campbell. What was the song I heard her singing with? She, obviously, oh oh. Listen, hang on. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen, listen, listen to this. Is great. I oh. mean, hang on. Oh, not this. This is an advert uh, for banking. Oh, yeah. Hang on. This is not great. This is the antithesis. Listen to this. This is great. Ben Campbell Ooh. and Bobby Gentry. Here we go. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. What's interesting is she's singing the lower part. It's great. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. Hmm. Yeah? Do you, know, do you know what that reminds me of? Go on. That song by Nielsen, Everybody's Talking At Me. Everybody's Talking At Me. Sort of, um, you know. Nielsen's biggest similar. hit, and he didn't write it. But it's a similar vibe. Um, they also did, um, they also had a big hit with, they had a big hit. Oh, hang on, let me try this one. Is this, is, let me try, let me just try, let me just try. Hang on, let me try, let me try. No, not this one. Listen to this. Uh, this is, this is, this is, this is stunning. Listen to this. This is, this is what it's all this is what it's all about. This is what life's about. This is this is it. Listen. I bless the day I found you. I want to stay around you. And so I beg you. Isn't it? That's what life's about. That is got everyone going by the Bobby Gentry and Glen Campbell album. Yes. It's a masterpiece. But that, that's uh, could be from the B side of Bright Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. Bright Eyes was a great song. What are you talking about, it's, Lawrence? It's the oboe, you see. It's the oboe. All right, hey, listen, nice one, Lawrence. Thanks for calling, man. Right, on, take care. Bye, bye. What a nice guy. I like Lawrence. Mysterious. Smooth. A lot of people, you kind of, you kind of got an idea of what's going on. Lawrence got no idea, and I like it. Withheld number. You know he's wearing a smoking jacket yeah, and a cravat. And uh, nothing else. <laughs> uh, let's try Andy. Good evening, Andy. Oh, hi, Ian and Catherine. Um, I love your show. Thank you. Uh, I'm not a miserable person, but it does take quite a lot to uh, make me laugh. And uh, oh. in a nice way, you make me laugh. Um, Thank you. Can I just, oh, you're very welcome. Can I just also say um, uh, I find you very engaging as a broadcaster. Are you talking to I me or Catherine? you. Say again. But you talking to me or Catherine? Both of you. Oh, as a broadcaster, we have we have become one. Mm-hmm. Broadcasters. <laughs> well, thank you, man. That means a lot. Uh, I, I don't want to get um, too deep, but um, I think you're also um, a very strong person. And uh, I'll give you an example. I called you just before Christmas, yeah. and I was unaware it was live to air. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I came on. <clears throat> And you just kindly said to me, uh, oh, hi, Andy, uh, how are you? And I just lost my dad. And oh. I broke down. 
I broke down on air, and you were so genuinely sympathetic with me. Yes, um, man. Uh, um, uh, you speak to so many people, if you can remember that. I do, do you know, I, do, I, I remember very little. I do remember that. Yes, I do remember that, because we were having a little bit of fun, and um, you, you, you came on at I a very went. vulnerable time, yeah. I just went. But just just going back to you being um, a strong person, Ian, if you don't mind me saying, um, you, you've got an honesty that bears that out. Wow. Um, you, you, you're just honest and open, and, and that makes you a strong person. And um, before I start bubbling again, oh. um, I'd just like to say two things to say, if that's okay. Yeah, go on. Uh, my mum always said to me, uh, nothing's ever as bad as you think it's going to be. Oh. And that's true. Yeah. My, poor, my my lovely dad used to say to me, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Just be careful it's not a freight train. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. So they balanced each other out is what you're saying. Um, I, yeah, they do, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're very kind. I'm not sure. I, I would suggest I'm a very weak um, person. But, 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 I appreciate your kind words. How are you doing? How are you I'm, doing I'm, now? I'm, uh, yeah, it's kind of true. I'm doing okay now. It's very, very been a very, very difficult time. I was very close to my dad, but uh, he was always a very, very funny man. And can I just tell you one little yeah, tale on. about? Please do. I'd love to he, know more about him. Go on. He, he was uh, he was in a residential rest home um, for the last uh, six years, yeah. and he suffered with something called Kursky, uh, syndrome. Kursikoff syndrome. Yeah, uh, which meant that because of alcohol abuse, he'd only got like a five minute memory. And uh, I was with him shortly after he arrived in the nursing home. I saw him whenever I could. I was working for an airline at the time, so I was away a lot. And uh, one day I was there, one, in the first six weeks he'd been there, and um, a lady knocked on the door at 11 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Um, my dad said, come in. And um, the lovely lady walked in, and she'd got a tea trolley with cakes and biscuits and coffee on. You don't see tea <laughs> trolleys anymore. You don't no, see you don't, no, you don't you see don't a good see. old tea trolley with those big silver tea urns and the cakes and the no. oh beautiful lovely. And what's up? What's happened to the fondant fancies? Oh, the fondant fancy, the finest of all the cakes seems to have disappeared. Kids these days, they're too busy smoking seen. crack. <laughs> yeah, they still do, and they're just a lot smaller. Right, okay. Yeah, they are. I, I, and I, personally, I haven't seen the gypsy cream for about twenty years. Can't call them gypsy creams anymore. They're travellers creams. Oh, travellers. Yeah, Sorry, nice. I fell into that one, didn't yes, I? They're travellers creams. Anyway, yes, go on. So, yeah, yeah. this lady, bring, I'm assuming it's a lady bringing around a tea trolley. Yeah. yeah. So um, she said uh, to my father, Richard, would you like a cup of coffee? He said, Oh, yeah, that'd be lovely. Thank you. And uh, and he said. To me, uh, to the lady, would you like to get my son one as well? And I said, no, Dad, I'm okay, thanks. So then she said, would you like some biscuits, Richard? Would you like some digestive biscuits, which were his favourite? So he had his coffee and his digestive biscuits. He thanked her and she left. And when she shut the door, he turned to me and he said, Andrew, I just can't believe that. They brought me coffee and biscuits. How nice is that? Oh. So, well, when I was leaving, I went to find a lady with a tea trolley, and I yeah. told her that. And she yeah. said, he has his coffee and biscuits every day at 11 o'clock. Oh, he didn't remember. But but that, but that, do you know what? That's kind of magic, isn't it? Yes, it is magic. And the, that, he, simple, yeah. that simple pleasure is yeah. new and fresh every single day at 11 o'clock. And she knows yeah. exactly what he likes. Yeah. Oh, exactly that's magic. Right. <laughs> and and um, uh, not on a maudlin um, note, but um, uh, the funeral director told me that when um, my dad was taken um, to the place of rest, uh, the, um, 
the nursing care and the residential care people uh, and the care workers formed a guard of honour for him. Uh, and beautiful. it was just, yes, it That's is. Yeah, it aren't there nice and, people uh, out there? Oh, there's some great. And do you know what? For what they're paid. Yeah. Oh God, they get. It's, no, it's, it's ridiculous. The, the work that carers in care homes and those that visit people in in their home. It, 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 yeah. It's shocking how little we give them. It's, my, it's a crime. Yeah. My grandma's carers came to the funeral, and um, oh. and they were as upset same, as we same. were. Yeah. Catherine, same, same. Yeah. It's just lovely. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, I haven't got any really amusing anecdotes. No, you have. You got no. You, just... What you've got is a really charming human human anecdote, which which I feel privileged that you shared a little bit of your dad with us tonight, Andy. So thank you, man. Yeah. Well, you were lovely to me, and thank you very much, Ian. Okay, take care, brother. I appreciate that. I'm reminded. I meant to say this the other day. Do you remember um, before Christmas, we had a guy David call up, yes. whose wife Sarah, but spelt Sarah, had died that day. Yes, she died that and day. And a little girl little girl called Freya and it was incredible it was incredible he he sent me this a while ago but I wasn't feeling great he sent me this on the third and, and he, he'd heard that I wasn't feeling great um, and he sent me and I watched it um, and uh, he, he said right, let me read this out because I gave him my phone number hi Ian you gave me your number before Christmas I called your show the day my wife Sarah died age 34 leaving me with my daughter Freya. I'm really sorry to intrude, but I wanted to share this with you. It's my introduction at Sarah's celebration of life ceremony. What a great, you know, terribly sad, tragic thing, but what a great title, a ceremony of life, celebration of life. I've been catching up on the pods and he's been having an afternoon. Um, if I can do anything, let me know. And he sent me this six and a half minute video of him, someone's filmed on their mobile phone, of him holding Freya. Oh. Um, and she's obviously jiggling about as i think she's like two or something isn't she three three probably you know so she has, he has to put her down and he's doing he does this lovely introduction that they're gonna have a celebration of his wife's who's passed away life and he does like a little speech and he says look we're gonna play music and we've got some food and stuff if at any point someone wants to come up oh you're welling up sorry look uh, if any point anyone wants to come up we're just gonna dip the music you just say a few words and there's no pressure and um, and if you don't do it, that's cool. But this is an opportunity just to say what we loved about her. Whoa, flipping yeah. heck. I'd never heard of anything like that. You know, I, I've been to wakes. This is not a wake. Um, uh, and this is something very, very special. But, 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 what was special f about it for me was that he had shared it to me. And do you know what? I've not got back to him, and I will get back to him tomorrow because I've not been feeling great. Um, but, but that he shared it with me. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. There was part. There was twenty percent of me that thought maybe that call was not a genuine call. I was. I, I questioned well, only, it only because. What are the odds that someone would ring us yeah. first? Yeah. Before everyone else. And I did question it, and and of course <laughs> I feel terrible for questioning it. Um. Uh, so I'm gonna send David a little text tomorrow. Do. But that, I thought that was lovely for him to that share. Just that just reminded me of my friend Nikki. She lost her husband. He, he had a very rare form of brain cancer, and. Um, she had this celebration of life and, and with, with, you know, with a funeral involved uh, in the woods and uh, oh, everyone brought a pic picnic. Yeah. And when they told me about it, I thought, oh, God, this is a bit hippy-dippy. Yeah. It was beautiful, right? And once the, the, once the funeral part of it was over, and it was a humanist ceremony, so there, was, you know, there was no praying or anything like that. It was all stories bringing him to life, really, yeah. different aspects of him. Stories from when he was a kid, stories from work. He was a Radio 4 announcer. 
Um, and so he had some quite famous people there telling stories about oh. him and stuff and yeah. how what a professional he was, but how funny he was. And that's what came across. And also the fact that they were just that kind of couple that makes everyone else feel like the, the ideal is possible. You know, they were best friends and it was just such a sad, sad thing. But their children were there. And at the end of the ceremony, they said, you know what, the best thing you could do for us as a family, because I know mm. everyone wants to do something. Can we? Can you play rounders with the kids? Oh, yes, Everyone mate. sat around till it went dark. They played with the kids. The kids knew that they were being looked after by everyone there. There must have been about 200 people yeah, there. And um, the kids didn't sit down the whole time. Beautiful. It was the most glorious thing. I didn't know him, but I wished I had. Yeah. Um, death's going to happen to all of us, right? And and something like that is a beautiful way to kind of end it for yeah. the people that's still alive. I phoned up. Um, we talked about Dennis from Dunstable. I will come to you in a minute, Carol. I promise. After the break, uh, phone up Dennis from Dunstable who passed away. Yeah. Ninety five, I think. Ninety six. Can't remember. We thought he'd gone quiet. Yeah, uh, and his. I phoned up his grandson today, uh, Simon, and uh, a grandson probably the same age as me, but younger actually. And I had a chat with him and just said, I just wanted to say, you know, me and Kath, you know, you, you're aware your granddad used to call us a lot. And I just want to say he was a gentleman. And I shared a couple of funny stories with yeah. him that he may not have been aware of. And You tell him about when we took him to see that dirty film. Of course I did. Of course I did. <laughs> it was hilarious. And we had a good old laugh uh, about Dennis. And here's the thing that he, basically he, he, he was he was falling over quite a bit. And um, and he was in... Uh, like the last month or so he was in a hospice oh, and I was thinking oh, shit I wish I'd have known shit should have I should have should have chased it up and we didn't follow our instinct of chasing it up we just assumed that, he, that we passed away and I was thinking shit should have gone and should have gone and sat with him for an hour should have done it and I was I was so annoyed anyway anyway you you, you, you know you can't build your life on shoulds and, and, and woodovers and stuff like that but um the funerals i think probably gonna be about three weeks time i've said to him look if, if there's room me and Kat and, we, and i haven't got the kids me and kath would love to come so yeah i'm sure that would be cool I suspect justin will, will come along as well i'm sure justin will come looking like a geezer <laughs> <laughs> it's something outrageous um but it was just it was it was uh, it was nice to speak to simon and um his grandson and just you know chat for 10 minutes about his granddad you know and what a nice person he was and i guess i guess that's the best we can hope for if when we we die if some people share some nice stories about us that's it yeah isn't it that's that's immortality the thing that really breaks my heart at the moment there's been quite a few stories about sort of ex-servicemen in particular um but old older people who died in care homes on their own yes. and they kind of put a call out don't they and say can anyone come to the yeah. funeral and they get loads of people because there were some brilliant kind people out there but it just feels like such a shame that that he didn't get a couple of people going to see him when he was alive you know yeah anyway 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 such is life oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio talk radio dial up some dialogue talk radio we'll get you talking it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Excuse me. Oh, Dad. Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, Paul Ross is on at one. Let's go to Carol. Good evening, Carol. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Hi, Carol. Ian. Good Missed evening. you last Friday. Oh, well. Nice to hear you back. Nice to have, nice to have um, a Kath. Thanks a bunch, mate. Solo show. Always good to have a Kath solo show, although I cannot listen for uh, political reasons. Well, you're probably doing slow. Where am I exciting? No, it's because he's got it in for me and he's trying to uh, yep. undo me from, from the inside out. Sorry? Yeah, no, that's weird, isn't it? That's a weird She told us um, she was the boss. Yeah, totally the boss. No, that's, 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 um, that's bollocks. <laughs> About, she was, she said, I'm the producer. She's the producer, but, I mean, it's a meaningless title on a show that requires no production. <laughs> you say that. Well, I, I say it because it's true. <laughs> All right, then. So You can write the next Ofcom. Um, sure, fine, I'll just tell them to get lost. Anyway, Carol, I don't want to know what happened on um, Catherine's watch. No, not interested. Not interested. It means it's meaningless to me. It's pointless. It's meaningless. Uh, you might as well tell me what, 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 how, you, how an onion grows. It's got no interest in either. Wow. No interest. It means meaningless to me. Well, I was just going to say how much I've enjoyed the show tonight. Well, um, that'll be five pounds, please. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be five pounds. And the um. How nice it was to hear about the man with the kitty and, <laughs> kitty? and my kitty's just had surgery. She had to have her eye removed. Oh no! Did she get what, a glass she eye? <laughs> what she seen? Has she got a glass <laughs> eye? Do cats get glass eyes? She's turned into a pirate. Oy. Did you keep the eye? One of them little. Did you keep patches. the eye? hello. Yeah, she. Hello. Yes. Did you keep the eye? No, the vets kept it. Well, that's outrageous. It, it got infected. 
you doing? I demanded I demand a discount on the fee because they're getting free eyes. Honestly, six hundred pound altogether. Well, this is why everyone, everyone, you got pets, you should have pet insurance. Well, the problem I had is she was a, a rescue cat, right. and she was uh, too old. Because after they're nine, you can't get insurance, and if you adopt a senior cat, then what? you can't you can't take out an insurance. Yes, you can. How old's Velvet? Velvet's twenty, and she's got insurance. Do, she, have you had her for a long time? Oh, yeah, I've had her since she was two. But you can get insurance for older cats. Go, you go on the comparison not websites. Not if they're over nine years old. I dis- I would dispute that, but you obviously have more. I'm not, well, not that bothered. What, I'm going to get into an argument about it. That's what I've, I've just thought. Well, there's that many exclusions and everything. But so, hang on. What? So you didn't you didn't actually check? You just thought thought it. No, I did try and f- sort it out because I've had it for seven years, and I did try and. Well, get you can't. Here's the thing: you can't get insurance when you know they're ill and you're about to take them in for an operation. You've got to have the insurance because they're they're wise to that. Those insurance companies. Oh, you, you want to pay? You want to pay six pounds a month? Sure. Oh, hang on. The next day, you're putting in a bill for six hundred pounds. What a coincidence! Yeah. You got to get well, it sorted yeah. out before. So, hang on. How long? What age did you get the cat? Um, I got two together. One was, Millie was four. Right. And she's 11 now. Right. Is that the one um, with the eye? Yeah. Right, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> so the whole yeah. f- last five minutes I of the conversation is irrelevant. You could have got insurance time. for her. But I couldn't insure Pepper, who was eight. And I thought, I can't insure one cat and then not the well, other. Hang on, but <gasps> Pat, you said you couldn't insure a cat that was over nine. Yeah, Pepper was eight. eight. That's because Pepper was nearly nine. Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You can lie about cats' ages. Who's going to choose? Who's going to ask them? And also, you, 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 so you, you didn't insure the younger one because you thought it would be unfair on the older one. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, you got to treat them the same. It's like no, you got to treat them mean, keep them keen. Oh no, that's no, not cats. You, well, actually, it is to a certain extent. Uh, no, of course you don't. Not when it comes to insurance, because because that can cost you. Well, it's just cost you 600 quid. Yeah, but the, my vet's lovely and he lets me pay it off um, in chunks when I get my benefit in money cat in. Chunks. So, yeah, oh, well. cat chunks. And go. I put her a tray down and she hadn't used it for years and she hopped straight in. I know exactly where to take a dump on that lovely, lovely exactly. litter. I, I woke up so the other day. Please, I woke please. up the other day. I'm going to talk. I woke up the other day. And I've been sleepwalking, and I was taking a dump in the litter tray. Did you cover it over afterwards? Yes, I did. Well, yeah. I got most of it on the floor. Oh. Um, so do they. There we go. There we go. But also, to all the people who are not feeling too good... Cheer up! Been... Come on, pull your socks up, no. get on with it! Lighten up, you miserable year. bunch! It's a time of year. We're well. trudging through February... We need some snowdrops popping up and crocus and everything to cheer Crocai. everybody up. So it's that seasonally affected disorder with the for some people it is. Well, for some people, it's people have died. So <laughs> seasonal affective death. A couple of tulips aren't going to help that. Well, also, okay. One last thing, I've nearly forgot. I, I wish you would I, because to I get our number. Shut up. I thought. 
I'll do a tape recording for my funeral of my own u- urology, is it? Oh, <laughs> urology? Mate, urology? Mate, I, I, would, no. I, would, I would pay top dollar to listen to that, to your, to your own urology for your funeral. Well, you can come if you want. So I'd probably snuff it before you anyway. No, well, so, yeah, I would think so. You're like about 40 years older than me. Well, feels I'm only 61. Yeah, 40 but years older than me. Like, I thought you said you were 40. That's my showbiz age. <laughs> My real age is 21. Yeah, he says it's the older, so he gets taken seriously. Yeah. You were older than that when I saw you. That was makeup. That was makeup, heavy makeup. (laughs) Well, you were so high up, I could hardly see you anyway. Okay, I'm losing the will to live. All right, Carol. I know, I'm not surprised. Okay, Uh, uh, thanks for your call. Yeah, no. There we go. (laughs) I'm totally going to read your urology. Will you read it's mine? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Will you read mine? I'll read your urology, of course I will. With pleasure. Don't, don't say Kath was a dick. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that or I'll horn you. Can you clip that for me, please, Sam? Thank you. Just the, the just clip it to me and send it over and I'll, 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 I'll do something good with that. I'll play it a lot. <laughs> He's going to put that in my headstone. <laughs> in your headstone? Yeah. I'll put it in your but headstone. Then it'll be talking. I'll put it in your headstone. Yes. So when people go past, it'll trigger. Kath was a dick. Kath was a dick. Don't stop and look at this one. Kath was a dick. Don't don't stop and look at this one. Dick. Kath was a dick. Kath was dirty pervert. Don't be so silly, Kath. <coughs> I think I might need it sooner. Aren't your balls normally held back by your willy? Catherine, you're such a. Tw- Dirty pervert. <laughs> no, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> I once laughed till I threw up and I think I nearly went there again. <coughs> I'll tell you what I haven't had for a long time. Go on. Milk coming through my nose. <laughs> oh, when you drink milk and someone <laughs> says something really funny and you snort and it comes out through your nose, it's delicious. <laughs> oh, don't be disgusting. It is the best. <laughs> milk over snot? Yes, man. It's like a milkshake. Oh, A bogey shake. <laughs> Have you never had that? You drink your milk and someone just as that moment, just as it's hitting the back of your throat, cold, fresh milk, and someone says, yeah, and it looked like a mushroom. <laughs> no. It comes out the nose. It's a pretty specific scenario. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not quite great. sure what the funny line would be. Uh, the lines are empty. We're going to take calls straight to air for the end of the show. So please stop coughing. God, we'll wait until you stop coughing. Uh, <coughs> Dick. <coughs> Don't. <coughs> You trying to end me on air? I like mine quite hard, and then I like to put it all in my mouth at once. <laughs> Milk comes out. Ugh. You finished? Yeah. Sure. Let's wait. I've stopped coughing, and my ovaries have shrivelled. What more do you want? I oh, will try one. Let me try. <laughs> what are you doing? What? That's abuse. Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> the late night lip service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.